Coming up. They don't have a problem with you cussing in their house, getting drunk in their house, fornicating in their house, and all other kind of sins in their house. They don't have a problem with that. They won't ask you to stop cussing. They won't ask you, you know, stop drinking or to stop gossiping. They won't ask you to do that, but they will ask you to take off your shoes. Because they're more concerned about their house being clean than their house being clean. Body, yeah, their heart. Their heart being clean. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the third message in the series, The Holiness of God, part two. (laughs) The third thing we need to understand is it's impossible for evil to dwell with God because he's holy. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for evil to dwell with God because God is holy. This is partly why hell must exist and be real. (laughs) All right. Okay. It it has to, because if you can't dwell with God, then there has to be some other place that you're dwelling. That's right. That's right. Because if you're evil and you haven't did anything about it, Jesus Christ, and you've never reconciled to God, through mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So that means you are still evil. Mm-hmm. You can't dwell with God. No, no. Right? Um, so there has to be another place for you to be. Right. Because God made us to be eternal, meaning to live forever mm-hmm. in one place or another. Or another. That's right. And so look what it says here in Psalms 5 4. For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. With you, evil people are not welcome. Amen. Okay. Amen. Evil people are not welcome. We really need to get this in our spirit. And and I I believe we need to change our perspective on sin Mm -hmm. and evil. I think we take it too lightly Mm -hmm. because God is so merciful and loving and we don't take evil and sin um, as serious as we ought to. But hopefully today, that, that needle will move a little bit. Your needle of seriousness of sin will move. The dial will turn yeah. to more serious for you today. That's my hope for all each and every one of us today. Amen. All Amen. right. And so I want to I wanna see that. Amen. I want us to get to that place where we exude that evil is not welcomed with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. So don't don't show up with your evil. We kind of get a sense of that. There are some folks we don't want to come to our house, huh? right? Because we know what they bring, the mood they bring, the attitude they bring, and how they jack up the whole atmosphere when they come. Mm-hmm. We don't, so we don't even give them an invitation. Mm-hmm. 
Why do people think God's going to give want people to bring their evil to where he dwells? That's right. We don't like people bringing their evil where we dwell. In fact, some folks was like, you know, they don't, they don't want, they protect their neighborhood. <laughs> like, no, don't even right. bring any of <laughs> any sign of that to my in the area of my look, neighborhood. Look, don't bring that foolishness around here. Yeah. And then some people are like, don't even bring that stuff to my state. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, yeah. but yeah, we want God to just take it all in. No, no, no. Yeah. Evil is not welcome with it's God. It's not welcome. Amen. Amen. I, this made me think of uh, so so many times where I felt like mm, I don't want whether I'm at work or home or wherever I am and in the shopping, the store or whatever. I don't want no foolishness like or evilness or what around me. So I just keep praising God, whether it's a song in my head, whether I'm reciting verses in my head, Bible verses, I do it because I know where God is, that the evil doesn't exist. Yeah. So I want God with me. Amen. Yeah. I, I mean, we, whether I've gone traveling and I, and we're in, the, we're staying in a hotel room or somewhere else, I will put on some gospel in a minute and start playing music. Like, yeah, let the Lord dwell up in here because I don't want any foolishness. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah. understand that was God's intent when he planted the garden and put man in it. Yeah. Because he, 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 he said it was very good. And then he planted the, the tree there that was the tree of knowledge of good and evil that he told them not to eat of. So he, he, want, he never wanted them to come across evil. But you say, well, what, why did he put the tree there? He put the tree there. There's several reasons, but one of the reasons is so that we would be aware of evil. Mm -hmm. We would know that evil was present because the Satan had fell already. And the evil one was out there. Yeah. And we needed to be practicing uh, discerning and avoiding the tricks of the enemy because yeah. he's out there. Amen. It's just the same reason why you would teach your children how to, you know, relate to strangers or mm -hmm. things they need to do when they go out into the world. You want them to be aware of it so that they can avoid it. Right. You don't just send them out there with no instructions about don't do this because you watch out for that. That's what God was saying. God said this 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 tree is here to tell you to watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in my will. You be yeah. good. Yeah. But he never wanted man to know evil. That's right. That's right. The fourth thing that we need to understand about holiness is holiness of God requires altered behavior. Mm -hmm. Holiness of God requires altered behavior. Moses found this out. Hmm. Moses found this out. Yes. And so Moses had an encounter with God. Look what it says here in Exodus 3, 2 through 6. <clears throat> there an angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush. This is interesting. I want to pause for a moment so that we can see that God did something to get Moses' attention. 
And Moses got interested in what God did. And then that's when God spoke mm -hmm. to him. And I submit to you that God is doing something to get folks' attention. But they don't come over to look. Mm. As Moses did. Mm -hmm. And then they don't do what Moses did as the text continues. It says here in verse, I'll read verse four again. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses says, here I am. Mm -hmm. All right. So God called him by name and Moses responded, I hear you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Yeah. So some of us, God is doing some things in folks' lives to get their attention. Either they don't come over, if they do, they don't respond to him properly when he talks to them. Yeah. And they respond with, here I am. Mm -hmm. Verse five says, do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals mm -hmm. for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I want to pause right here. So God said, Moses, you got to change something, brother. Okay. You need to behave differently than you are right now. Yeah. And you need to actually take off your shoes mm -hmm. because you're on holy ground. And so when God gets somebody's attention, he calls them, speaks to them. God is saying, okay, now respond to me like I'm holy. Do something to indicate that you're honoring my holiness. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, God said, take off your take shoes. Off your sandals. That's right. And so some people, when God speaks to them, communicate with them, make yeah. himself known, they don't respond as if God is holy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. They don't, they don't respond. They, 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 they just continue what their other, their behaviors are, whatever they are. They don't change or repent from their behaviors. They just keep doing the same thing um, and trying to claim that they are acknowledging God's holiness. And God said, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't. How can you come across a holy God? All right. Not a holy God, the holy God, the, holy God. the almighty God, and it not impact your life. There you go. That's right. That don't make any sense. Mm -mm. Not at all. Hmm. You mean you encountered the one who created everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every molecule, mm -hmm. every mineral, every meteor, mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever you want to call every, every, everything. Every, every reason you can do whatever everything, it is that you do it. Right. <laughs> And yeah. you don't change hmm. your behavior? You got to be kidding right. me. Right. Moses, he said, no, you got to take off your shoes, Moses. Mm -hmm. Amen. You're standing on holy ground. He says, don't come any closer. In verse six, then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. You see how he now reverencing, he's reverencing God. He says, I, I can't even look at you. You're so holy. I, I, I don't, I got to keep my head bowed. I got to hide my face because mm -hmm. I'm afraid. I fear you. I reverence you because you're God. Yeah. How can you encounter God and not reverence him? You're all powerful. Yes. Change your behavior. Mm -hmm. 
That's because you're stubbing your nose up to him. You're giving him the hand. That's mm -hmm. the only way you can do it. Sin, the evil in you is ruling. Mm -hmm. hmm. Moses said, I hmm. can cover this face. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to talk to you today. You know, some people are concerned, are more concerned about keeping their house clean <laughs> than they are about keeping their heart clean. Mm. Mm. Y'all get that? Yeah. I, I'm going to say that again. Yeah. Some of us are more concerned about keeping our house clean yeah. than we are about keeping our hearts clean. Mm. We, we would tell people when they, you come to their house, they, you come to their house, they'll tell you, you got to take off your shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to take off your shoes. Yeah. Because they want their house clean. Mm -hmm. They don't want the filth of their shoes in their house, mm -hmm. spreading all over the house. Mm -hmm. So you take off your shoes and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more important that you get, keep your heart clean because some of the same people who ask you to take off your shoes, they don't have a problem with you cussing in their house, mm -hmm. getting drunk in their house, fornicating in their house mm -hmm. and all other kinds of sins in their house. They don't have a problem with that. They won't ask yeah. you to stop cussing. Yeah. They won't ask you, you know, stop drinking or to stop gossiping. They won't ask you to do that, but they will ask you to take off your shoes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. they're more concerned about their house being clean than their house mm -hmm. being clean. Their body, yeah, their heart. Their heart being clean. Mm -hmm. And God says, I'm a holy God, and you should be holy because I am holy, right? Yes, All right. That's a good point. <laughs> So they're they're okay with the filth of fornication, the filth of cussing, the filth of envy, the filth of gossip, and the filth of drunkenness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. But yeah. they don't have a problem uh, mm -hmm. with those things. Yeah. But they do want you to take off your Nikes. <laughs> Why Nike? <laughs> they want you to take <laughs> take off your Birkenstocks. <laughs> Birkenstocks. <laughs> but it's okay. You can bring all that other filth, the moral and ethical filth. You can yeah. bring it. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't have yeah. problem. Don't have problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Something's wrong, y'all, with our yeah. society. Yeah. Some, something is wrong. Your, your 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 heart being clean is the most important thing. Yeah. It's good. You want your house clean? That's fine. I'm not knocking that. But that's not the most important cleanness. That's right. That's right. You let folks bring all that other evil into your house. That nasty, stinky attitude, yeah. selfishness. And confusion. Confusion into your house. All of it. Mm -hmm. And you accept that, but you got a box for them, some basket for them to put their shoes. Mm -hmm. Create a basket and say, okay, we well, you know, okay, before you go any further, <laughs> like put, put your evil, put, put your your your, like your selfishness in, like in here. Here, here, here's a here's a here's a, a, a sticky note. Write selfishness on it and yeah. drop it in the basket. You I know, write, 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 write um the, the um cussing in the basket. Drop it off right I here like before we, before you go any further. I might you know? have to put a container next to my front door like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes. Before you come up in here, please. Because you want a home that's holy, mm -hmm. a, a home that God can dwell, mm -hmm. a home where God says it's set apart. Mm -hmm. 
not just shoes at the door, yeah. the front door. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's good. That's where God wants us to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He set us apart for that. And then the fifth thing that we got to understand about holiness is there's a connection between God's holiness and his judgment. Mm -hmm. There's a connection between God's holiness and his judgment. Look what it says here in Isaiah 5, 16. But the Lord Almighty will be exalted by his justice mm -hmm. and the holy God will be proved holy by his righteous acts. Yes. So the passage is telling us that when God demonstrates justice, it exalts him mm -hmm. because he's holy and his actions to make wrongs right proves his holiness. Yeah. We already talked about that. He, his holiness prevents him from lying because mm -hmm. he's pure. He's, Right. And the same is true with wickedness and and justice. So God has to judge sin because it exalts him and it proves that he's actually holy. Yeah. It proves that he's holy. God demonstrates this throughout the scripture and ultimately he's going to do it when Christ returns <laughs> for the whole world. Mm -hmm. But look what happened here in Leviticus 10, 1 through 4. How God showed you his mindset about guarding his holiness. Mm -hmm. His holiness in front of the people and in your mind as well. God wants to guard his holiness. Yeah. It says here, then Aaron's sons, we talk about Aaron. Now, Aaron was... One of the leaders, the leaders that was walking with Paul, Aaron was a high priest. I mean, not Paul, I'm sorry, with Moses. And Aaron was a key component. Remember Moses asked, he said, how can I go and set the people free? You know, I, I don't speak well. And then God gave him Aaron to be with him. Mm -hmm. So Aaron was co-leading with, he was, not equally leading, but co-leading with Moses. Yeah. And then, then, so Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, made a mistake. They took their incense dishes and put some fire and incense in them. Okay, let's pause. Now, we talked earlier about how God made things holy. He consecrated the instruments. So these dishes and everything, these incense and all that was consecrated, was made holy by God. Mm -hmm. So they made a mistake. They took their incense and dishes and put some fire and in, in incense in them, mm -hmm. but they did not use the fire that was on the altar. Mm -hmm. They took fire from some other place and brought it to the Lord. So I just want to back up, make sure you're tracking here. Mm -hmm. So they did their priestly duties of going to God and burning incense and make giving an offering to God. Because mm -hmm. um, remember, the priests went to God for the people, for the people's sin. And so they're going through this process, but they took fire from the wrong place. They didn't take it from the altar. Mm -hmm. Look, it reads on. This was not what he had commanded. So basically, 
They did not follow God's commands as it pertains to them bringing the fire to him. Yeah. yeah. They didn't do it God's way. They did it their own. Mm -hmm. Sounds familiar? <laughs> oh, this is my truth? Yeah. <laughs> right. This is my, yeah. how my, okay, that's your truth, yeah. but this is my truth. Right. Oh, no, People no. are quick to it's, say that. No, no, God says, no, this is the, this is the way I commanded it to happen. Yeah. yeah. Verse two. So fire came from the Lord and destroyed Nadab and Abihu. Mm. And they died there in front of the Lord. Mm. Verse three. Then Moses said to Aaron, the Lord says, the priests who come near me must respect me. I must be holy to them and to all the people. You see, this is God's perspective on his holiness and being regarded as holy and respected and reverenced as being holy. Yeah, yeah. So God killed the sons of Aaron. Mm. Because they came to him disrespectfully, yes, not honoring his holiness. Mm -hmm. And God says, I'm going to make this an example because I want them to know, I want the rest of you priests yeah. to know that you don't do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I want the people watching that you're leading to know that I'm holy. That's right. And you have to be, you have to respect my holiness too. Mm -hmm. God is letting us know how he thinks about holiness. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and so they died. Yeah. That fire, that false fire, that strange fire they created mm. burned them up mm. because they disrespected a holy God Yes. and didn't do things God's way. Mm. They chose to do it their own yeah. and then present it to God as if it was good. Y'all get this? That wasn't what he commanded. Right. To they took to God something he said. He took to God something that he they didn't put it together the way he said, mm -hmm. and then took it to God as, as if it was good and called it good. Mm -hmm. And God said, no, that's not good. That's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And you're going to pay the price for that. Mm -hmm. That's what God's. And he wanted to be seen as holy to them and to all the people. And the text reads on. In, in verse three, so Aaron did. Aaron, their father, did not say anything about his sons dying. Hmm. Y'all see this? Yeah. His sons just died right before him, and everybody else. And Aaron had enough sense to know, I ain't gonna say a thing, because Aaron loved God mm -hmm. more than his children who just died. Mm -hmm. So he kept his mouth shut because God was right. He was holy. He is holy. And that's what God, we said in the passage before that God does things right. Aaron had enough sense, even in his grief. I'm sure he felt grief, yeah. but he knew that his sons disobeyed God and disrespected God's holiness. Mm -hmm. So he kept his mouth shut. Yeah. Verse four, Aaron's uncle, Aziel, had two sons. They were Mishael, Mishael and Elzaphan. Moses said to these sons, come here and get your cousins, your cousins' bodies. Carry them away from this holy place and take them outside the camp. Mm -hmm. So these um, Abihu and Nadab, 
his cousins came and took them because they are now evil out of the camp because they could no longer be in this holy place. Yeah. And he said, take them out of the holy place and take them to the unholy place, which was outside the camp. Mm -hmm. So the camp was considered holy. This is why when people uh, were uh, uh, got leprosy or something, they had to go outside the camp. Right. Right. And so God was living out, honoring the holy place. Mm -hmm. And his, their cousins took them out of the holy place. So God is serious about his holiness, y'all. Mm -hmm. I said in the beginning that I hope this message will move the needle for us that we will take sin and evil more seriously than we have. So Amen. God is serious about his holiness. Amen. And then the last point I want to make about holiness that we want us understand is God wants his church to be holy. Mm -hmm. God wants his church to be holy. First Peter 2.9 says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. So I want to pause right here so you don't miss this. Mm -hmm. The scriptures calls us priests. Yeah. So we are what Adad, Nadab and Abihu were. They were priests. Mm -hmm. And now through Jesus Christ, we are priests. And God has given us a message. Don't bring that strange fire. Hmm. That strange fire. Yeah. Don't to me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Evil is not welcome. Disobedience is not welcome. We are a holy nation. The text says it reads on God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so God wants his church to be holy. Second Corinthians seven, one says, therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Amen. So we want to pursue and perfect holiness because we reverence God, mm -hmm. because we know God is holy and we know evil is not welcome where God is. Yeah. We have to work on that. We have to be intent about that, be intentional about it because we serve a holy God. And God says, because I'm holy, we ought to be holy. And he's given us everything we need to do it. We just got to make the decision. And as I said earlier, even when we sin and we will, God has made a way. First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, be holy because God is holy. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son 
to die for your sin. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. That everything in creation would change. God put that in there. Unfortunately, some people are just trying not to change. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not going to change. It just gets stuck in their just, way. Just, right? get stuck, just get stuck in their way. Or that yeah. Get stuck in this rut. Just stuck. When No, God set it up by design that everything will change itself Him. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And we got, the, the quicker we buy into this reality, the, the more happy our lives will be, <laughs> the more blessed our lives will be. So the quicker we buy into it. Some yeah. of us are stuck. Some of us are stuck. Thank you for listening. 